0: Welcome, my friends, to the Monday stream, your Clown World Updates of the Day. A few minutes late tonight, I was recording some videos this afternoon. I was getting all my platforms worked out. I'll tell you about that in a moment. I think I finally have it figured out. Also, I was digging into some clickbait BS today, which I think on either Wednesday or Friday we'll be having a clickbait of the week stream, and we have plenty of... Of Good stuff to talk about in this one. I'll let you guys know. I'm not sure what day it'll be either Wednesday or Friday For the nightly stream one of those nights On the agenda tonight. We're gonna talk about the this Lakewood shooting Super sus super suspicious a lot of the little details around it transgender shooter where it was at What weapon they say? The shooter did it with the reaction of the feds, the reaction of the media. It's just a shit show. So, good portion of the stream will cover that along with Biden's brain and some of the ass coverage that the media and the political clowns out there are doing with Biden's failing mental capacity. Then, a few other stories worked in there as well. I also want to talk about YouTube. I just came across this story of a of a quite a popular youtuber he's got 2 million subscribers but his main the main topics he talks about are rights to repair so you know how a lot of these whether it's a car company or it's apple or any giant company that makes a product and they don't want people the layman out there the general mechanic down the street they don't want them working on it They want you to have to go to the manufacturer themselves or the car dealership or the company uh, registered technician to repair the product. So charge you out the ass. All these big companies don't want you repairing your own stuff and doing it by hand, right? With all their proprietary software, proprietary hardware on it. Anyway, this guy's YouTube channel, that's what he's talked about for a long time, right to repair. So he exposes big corporations and the antitrust stuff they do, monopolizing stuff they do. Anyway, this guy he promoted an app on in a YouTube video. And it was an app that allows you. It's actually a pretty fascinating app. It allows you to follow not a platform but a creator. And it's this kind of back-end app where it's difficult to describe because I'm not techie. But essentially, you can follow a creator on whatever platform they're on. You're not following the platform, necessarily. You're just following the creator. So if they get banned off one and they're uploading on another platform, you still get their videos. I'll explain it to you later. But anyway, this guy got his whole YouTube channel basically taken down. It's not taken down. It's still up. But he got some two or three strikes. Had to fight to get his channel back just for mentioning an app just for mentioning an app on a YouTube video. And YouTube struck his whole channel basically off one video, gave him two, three strikes, which they're not supposed to do that. They're only supposed to give you one strike per video, three strikes you're out, but they gave him multiple strikes for one video, which that actually happened to me years ago, but just for mentioning an app and irony of exposing antitrust mega corporations youtube's trying to monopolize all video sharing just on their platform right and they don't even want people mentioning apps where you can follow creators instead of platforms it's it's crazy so anyway i'll tell you more about that that'll be the last thing we talk about in this live stream before we get to the q a portion i'll show you his channel the app he was talking about and Describe more about it. So anyway, I just found that story. I just came across it today. It's been going on for the past few weeks, but I just came across it and it kind of fascinated me because that app, but also the nature of the whole YouTube monopoly attempts. So I wanted to devote a portion of this show to that story. Pretty, uh, pretty interesting. So anyway, um, without... Further ado, let's dive into it. So, first of all, I finally figured out, I think I'm comfortable with the workflow that I figured out. Sp- speaking of YouTube um, and some other channels I haven't posted on in a while. So, you know, I kind of had this throwaway YouTube channel that I was messing around with, but I decided to just go ahead and upload w- any video I do. So any video that I do, I'm not going to have separate channels devoted to separate topics because it just gets too overwhelming. Um, All the stuff that's at least vanilla enough for big tech will be up on this channel. These live streams, no, I won't be live streaming to YouTube. I'm going to keep these live streams on Rumble, DLive, and Foxhole because I can be more open on those platforms, won't have to water myself down, but... Any news, short news, updates, vlogs, rants, whatever. Those will be on all my channels. YouTube, Rumble, BitChute. I also fired up my old Odyssey channel because I saw I did have a few followers over there and I still see Odyssey mentioned now and again on some pages. So All my videos will be uploaded to Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, and... um, whatever is YouTube appropriate over on YouTube. If you guys wanna go check out all my different channels, social media accounts and stuff, my All My Links page, which is under the description in this video, you can either check out my allmylinks.com page where all my links are to all of my different social media accounts, video accounts, crap like that. Or it's on my website too, jordansather.com. You can just check out my website. And somebody in the chat just asked, what's my website? It's actually right there, homie. If you're watching, I don't know if you're listening or watching, but it's right there. (laughs) That's my website. Everything will be linked on my website as well. to all my different channels. And then one last thing, um, if you want to support the work links to subscription platforms, I'm on locals, I'm on Patreon, I'm on Subscribestar. If you subscribe to any of these three or Substack as well, or that Substack, if you subscribe to Substack, locals, Patreon, or Subscribestar, you'll get access to a private Telegram chat, some exclusive behind the scene clips and previews and whatnot on any of those platforms. And then there's some one-time donation tip jars, crypto, PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. So appreciate you guys. Okay, now let us dive into the news starting off with the official narrative of the lakeland shooting let me scroll up i had this article at the bottom what to know about a shooting at joel Osteen's megachurch the lakewood megachurch there in the houston area if i understand correctly it's in the houston area here are the uh main details of the quote-unquote official story right Shooter's motive is unclear, authorities say. Shooter used an AR-style rifle, authorities say. Cue all the calls for gun control you know are coming. Gotta get rid of the assault rifles and the high-capacity magazines. You know that's going to be coming. What else? Shooter was identified as 36-year-old. The name we're given is Janesse Yvonne Moreno. Is it a man? Is it a woman? We'll talk about that in a moment. Moreno shot and killed two off-duty officers. Oh, Moreno was shot and killed by two off-duty officers, so Shooter is dead. Apparently, there were a couple casualties. Two people shot and wounded. I think there were a couple deaths as well, so tragic situation. Super tragic situation. Uh, I guess it happened between masses yesterday afternoon, so... The building wasn't packed, but there were definitely people in the building. It was between services. Happened at about 2 p.m., so a couple of hours before the Super Bowl. And the shooter entered the premises with a big black trench coat and I guess had the pew-pew hidden in the big black trench coat. And come to find out, the shooter is, lo and behold... A transgender.
1: Why are you gay?
0: That went by the name Jeffrey. At this point, I can't stand the name Jeffrey. I don't trust anybody by the name of Jeffrey. (laughs) Sorry. 36 years old. Apparently, this was an illegal immigrant as well. An illegal migrant born in El Salvador, he, she, they, them person that, I guess, decided to start shooting up a megachurch. And what's quite funny is that when you read these mainstream media articles, I was reading this one by the Associated Press, looking for the pronouns, the normal pronouns, he or she, but... Look at this. They don't they don't reference that. Where is it? They after before being shot and killed, the suspect told officers that they had a bomb. I think they also them that person Two other people were shot and wounded, including the shooter's young son who entered the church with them, them, they, they, them. The media is using they, them pronouns with the shooter, which makes it really freaking confusing and also quite dangerous, because if you're in a dramatic situation like this, that is quickly and constantly changing, if you have to clarify whether there is one suspect, one shooter, or multiple suspects, you don't want to use the word they. They insinuates multiple perpetrators. You want to say he or she. Imagine that. You're, you're in a situation like this, trying to get the they, them pronouns right. Cops come up to you. So, so where's the suspect? They are over there. Then cops are running around looking for multiple people like it's plural. Frickin' confused. Dude, this this pronoun shit's getting dangerous, man. Getting dangerous. So we got a they-them person. And I guess the Houston PD ran a freaking entire investigation trying to figure out what pronouns to use for the
1: shooter. So she has utilized both male and female names, but... Through all of our investigation to this point, talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports, she has been identified this entire time as female, she, her, and so uh, we are identifying her as Genesee Moreno.
0: (laughs) This guy looks confused. He's like, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) I don't want to get canceled. Cops say it's a she person. Official name is a he person, Jeffrey. I think it was a female to male trans. Media says they person. So we got a they, we got a he, we got a she. This cop's freaking confused. He doesn't know what the heck to do. And I mean, I'm not blaming the PD for this because this is the nature of the whole retarded pronoun shit is that what, you're you're saying they, the media's saying they. So okay, we got to investigate this to figure out if it's a he or a she, or whatever the heck. So now the cops are like, "Shit, we're wasting resources on this, but we need to get the details correct." This is getting out of hand. Oh, also, I saw I saw a uh, post today. I don't know if it was real or not but somebody dug into the voting history of this uh, shooter and allegedly this shooter voted in the 2020 election. Yep, supposedly, so big surprise. I didn't have that tab lined up here, but I wanted to let you guys know about that. And what else do we got? Okay, another clip from that police press conference Lakewood Shooter kept anti-Semitic writings.
1: We want to thank our federal and state partners for their assistance in helping process the scene. We uh, we have uncovered some items. We do have some anti-Semitic writings that we have uncovered during this process, but like I said, we are 24 hours into it. It is very uh, new.
0: T-minus how long until they tell us there's a manifesto. Or excuse me, I don't want to use gendered language. Uh, They-them-a-festo. Or a tranifesto. I guess it wouldn't be a manifesto coming from this shooter. <laughs> They-them-a-festo. Anti-Semitic writings. A uh, little bit more on that from this. CNN article: The shooter used an AR-15, or what some what some other media outlets, what did Associated Press call it? Oh, an AR-style, AR-style rifle. But CNN nails it down. It's an AR-15. Big friggin' surprise. The feds probably put it in they them's hand also I was listening to the I was listening to the footage there were a few clips from inside the church that have been circulated around over the last day of the shooting and you can hear in the background click click clap boom 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 it sounded like the let me see if I can pull a clip up real quick i didn't have it ready but I want to play it sounded like it was suppressed I don't have it ready but anyway Go go find the footage. It's everywhere on Twitter and social media. It didn't have the typical boom-boom of an unsuppressed AR-15. It sounded more like a um, crack-crack-crack, like a suppressed AR. And in some of the video footage, it it wasn't that loud. Like a boom-boom. A few shots, like five or six shots went off before some of the people were looking around. What's going on? It's kind of weird. It's like, how did this illegal immigrant get the AR? And if it was suppressed, how did they get the suppressor? Um, Suppressors are tough to get, man. Takes a while to get those. Chat asks, "Was it a 22 long rifle AR?" Well, if CNN here is specifying AR15, granted, these meteor writers don't know j- jack shit about firearms, and a 22—I mean, a 22 can be lethal, but you gotta be close and hit the right spot. Could have been, I suppose, 22. Um anyway. Shooter used an AR fifteen that had free Palestine written on it. According to a federal law enforcement source, investigators are, are trying to determine whether she was politically motivated or a disturbed individual, the source said. Yeah, um No shit, Sherlock. Both clearly disturbed, and yeah. With anti-Semitic writings and free Palestine written on the gun, politically motivated for sure. Who writes on their guns? I'm getting flashbacks to the, ooh, what shooting was that? The Christchurch shooting in New Zealand. And that was in 2018. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. April 2018, I think that was. Christchurch shooting in New Zealand. Dude, like... Took to his rifle like it was a coloring book. Had all sorts of insignias and words and shit written on it. Yeah, let me let me just write Free Palestine on my AR before I go in there. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it right down here on the handle. Yeah, let's get it on the... Get it on the... That's right. Put it on the optic too. Mm-hmm. Sounds real fetty to me. Fed up with this situation. What the heck's going on? Anyway. Uh, oh, one more thing. Looky here. Good old Kami. Kami Harris. I noticed this tweet of hers two days ago. And I posted about it. But it just kind of came back to my mind here three days later. On February 9th. Kamala Harris. I continue to call on Congress to have the courage to ban assault weapons in high-capacity magazines, pass red flag laws, and make sure background checks are universal. Well, at this point, can we say that having pronouns in your bio are enough to report somebody for red flag laws? That's why I got to stream this on Rumble, because that comment would get canceled anywhere else. It's a joke, but with how many shootings have been at the hands of transgender people over the last two, three years, it's kind of not a joke. Hell of a timing for this tweet, though, right? Two days before the shooting. And in fact, all last week, Biden and Kamala were holding events around the country. What was it called? Community Violence Awareness Week, I think they called it. And they were holding events all around the country to end gun violence. So. (whistles) Timing, yo. Timing.
1: Everything woke
0: turns to shit. Yo, Dal, over in the Pilled chat. I still call it Foxhole. It's it's always Foxhole to me. Just like, I'm not going to call it X. It's always Twitter to me. But anyway, thanks for the gold pills over on Foxhole. Buddy Dal, you have no comment, just listening, show support, appreciate the four dollar, four dollar. That'll be some good coffee money because, you know, the World Economic Forum doesn't want me drinking coffee anymore because it contributes to climate change. So what am I going to do in the morning? I'm going to wake up and make myself some coffee. On to other news. Judge says Fulton County DA Fat Fannie Willis may be disqualified from the Trump-RICO case because of her relationship with her lover prosecutor boy moves forward with the hearing on this issue. Judge Scott McAfee said today that Fulton County DA Fannie may be disqualified with her improper relationship with Trump prosecutor, Nathan Wade, judge also said evidentiary hearing on alleged misconduct must occur. Boom, boom. So there we go. Big news in one of Trump's court cases. Good news. Fat fanny, fanny pack gonna be out of there soon okay on to biden's brain check this shit out from the new york times you are fake news headline says i am a neuroscientist we're thinking about biden's memory and age in the wrong way so apparently you you can't have an opinion on biden's mental state because you're not a neurologist or a neuroscientist you have to be certified and licensed to have a worthy opinion just like I'm not a biologist so I'm not allowed to have opinions on gender matters you can only listen to the experts no, 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 not, not, not those experts that disagree with us, though. Only the approved experts. Only the experts we feature in our articles. Just don't listen to the other experts, though. They're, they're, they're not experts. They're experts, but not experts. Not our experts. Only listen to our experts, right? The approved one, the official ones. I'm a neuroscientist. We're thinking about Biden's memory and age in the wrong way. And this article, of course, written by a psychology and neuroscience professor from University of California, Davis. Big surprise basically says there's two different types of forgetting. There's little bits of forgetting that we all do, and then there's big capital F forgetting. Look right there. There's the line. There's the line. There is forgetting, and there is forgetting. Biden's just lowercase f forgetting. It's not a big deal. On the other hand, capital F forgetting Is when a memory is seemingly lost or gone altogether. You could make an hour long compilation of all the Biden brain fuck ups.
1: I I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid.
0: That he's done that are definitely capital F forgetting. But this brilliant neuroscientist knows all about the brain, freaking genius here, has to write an article that's apparently for third graders. There's lowercase F forgetting and capital F forgetting. Okay, class. Now let's go to recess. Seriously. Seriously. That man, not just capital F forgetting. Capital F, capital O, capital R, capital G-E-T-T-I-N-G. I hope I spelled that right. I think I did. I'm just... Lowercase F forgetting if I didn't. That man is all uppercase forgetting. As if you're yelling the word because this guy yells all the time. Clearly a symptom of dementia. Oh, and good old um, Jean-Pierre on Biden's brain. Check this doozy out.
1: ABC News, Ipsos poll shows that 86% of Americans think Biden is too old to serve another term. That is a higher percentage than what we found in a previous poll in September. So clearly polling shows this is a persistent issue. What is the White House strategy to try and change that perception? So look, we're gonna to continue to lead on leadership, right? We're gonna to continue to focus on what this president has been able to get done, uh, what the president has been able to get done uh, on behalf of the, of the American people. Uh, and look i'll quote a little bit of uh, what the first lady said uh, i think incredibly well just a couple days ago uh president biden does more in 1 hour
0: than most people do in a day his age with experience and expertise she really said we're going to continue to lead on leadership we got some geniuses in the white house man <clears throat> biden does more in 1 hour than most people do in a day Yeah, he probably empties his bowels more in one hour than people do in a day. I would agree with that, but I don't know about the rest. He fumbles his words more in one hour than most people do in a day. Okay. The way these people say this shit with a straight face. They need an award for that. That is incredible acting. Better than Hollywood, tell you that. And big surprise, White House physician Kevin O'Connor says that Joe Biden proves his ability every day. So, in Joe Biden's upcoming physical exam, he is not going to take a cognitive test. <laughs> What's happening at this point? What is going on? Oh. He should be taking a daily cognitive test. Daily. This is um. This is just over the top now, right? Like, what is actually going on? Wow. And on to the Wall Street Journal today. Piggybacking off those stories, Kamala Harris says she is ready to serve as Biden faces age scrutiny. In a recent interview, Vice President Kamila cites her capacity to lead. She's ready. She's ready to serve. I need a button. I need a button on my soundboard with Kamala's laugh. The cackle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounding like a hyena. Seriously, there. anybody, anybody they can replace old decrepit Joe with? Kamala? Come on, we got Gavin Newsom who who wants it? They're all gonna be terrible. It doesn't matter who. Just when at this point, it's not if, but when, when and who are they gonna try to do? The switcheroo with. And more decrepit. Failing health people leading this country. Making you feel oh so good about the state of things. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is back in the hospital for a bladder issue. Austin was expected to travel to Europe for the... Ukraine Defense Contact Group and NATO Defense Ministerial I guess he's not traveling anymore? I don't know about that, but he uh he's pissing himself. He is he is pissing himself because the man that has the nuclear codes in this country is um Certifiably retarded. So our Secretary of Defense can't control his urethra. So our President shits himself. Our Secretary of Defense pisses himself. They can't get their words right. They can't get their... fluid controls right. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Oh Is this real life? What is happening here? What is happening here? So while everybody was distracted with the championship helmet ball game yesterday. Speaking of which I'm I'm done with the Super Bowl at this point. I'm just sick of it. But I'll speak about it in a moment. Then never again. Did you guys watch it? I watched about a quarter and a half. and the real reason I watched it, I didn't give a shit about the teams. I wanted them both to lose. I just wanted to watch to see what subliminal messaging, propaganda, political messaging was in the advertisements and in the on the field and all that crap, right? Oh, advertisements gnarly. you had that you had that Jesus ad. That had all kinds of BLM, pro-abortion, tranny propaganda in it. Super super woke Jesus ad. You had a lot of alien advertisements too. A lot of subliminal alien stuff in these ads. I was thinking to myself, oh, what are they planning? What are they prepping people's minds with subconsciously? And they're going to come out with something in the next couple of months. UFO-wise. In fact... Looks like today they already did. We'll, we'll talk about that a little later this show. Oh, what else? You had the Black National Anthem and the creepy, demonic rapper, musician, lady in the stands with her Balenciaga shirt and her upside down cross. And that Pfizer advertisement. Of course, you just had a bunch of marketing for fast food and soda and shit products oh how ironic right all the advertisements for soda fast food candy and then later in the game you had pfizer run a minute-long ad for their new cancer vaccine coming out yeah that's gold big pharma laughing all the way to the bank with those super bowl advertisements oh what's up chat you counted eight alien commercials Wow. Yeah. I only watched the first quarter and a half and I counted probably two or three, so they were definitely loaded in there. Then you had all the cringy Taylor Swift garbage, right? Anyway, that's enough talk about that. I just uploaded a video like an hour ago about all the worst stuff I saw in the Super Bowl. Let's get back to this story. So while everybody was distracted with the Super Bowl, the U.S. Senate convened on a Sunday, which is highly unusual, but the U.S. Senate, Senate convened, of course, on Super Bowl Sunday while everybody was distracted to advance almost $100 billion of aid to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan in a rare Super Bowl Sunday vote. 18 Republicans voted with the Democrats. And that is a list of rhinos, my friends. Mitt Romney, Murkowski, Bitch McConnell, Susan Collins. I wish the government would just ban itself. So while everybody was distracted, they convened to rush through $100 billion to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Great, lovely, wonderful. And on the note of ukraine money check this out from senator jd vance he sent this memo out today Uh, basically a portion of these ukraine funds are set to expire at the end of next year end of 2025 and it's money that's in one of the same accounts that all the democrats used to try to impeach trump back in 2019 So, for the whole story, read this statement. There's kind of some backstory and stuff to it. But anyway, point is, is that if Trump wins, if and when Trump wins, since it's the same account that expires in a year and a half that all the deep staters tried to use to impeach Trump in 2019, if Trump tries to cancel those Ukrainian funds before they expire, then all these deep staters... Democrats and Rhinos could try to possibly impeach him again. So they're like tying his hands on these accounts, on these funds, basically setting him up setting him up for a possible impeachment. So trying to for- force Trump to not be able to do anything with these Ukraine funds. Pretty uh pretty crazy. What did JD Vance call it? He called it a Ukraine supplemental includes a hidden impeachment clause against President Trump. I think Elon Musk actually did a spaces chat on Twitter today with J.D. Vance and Vivek Ramaswamy about this. So it's pretty big news that went quite viral today on the interwebs. Even Elon Musk chiming in on it. So they're trying to... uh, All these Senate assholes. Trying to roll this through last minute on Super Bowl Sunday, of course. All right, on to Tucker. Tucker speaks out for the first time since his Putin interview. He says, Moscow is nicer than any city in the U.S. Looks like Tucker's in Dubai right now. He's giving a speech, talking about Moscow. He liked it. He said, traveling to other countries over the past week has been radicalizing for him. What was radicalizing, Tucker said, Very shocking and very disturbing for me was the city of Moscow, where he he'd never been before, the biggest city in Europe, is so much nicer than any city in the U.S. He had no idea. He was uh, comparing the subway systems, for example, because, yeah, subways, kind of sketchy in New York City, right? But I guess other cities around the world,
1: not so bad. What was radicalizing, very shocking and very disturbing for me was the city of Moscow where I'd never been, the biggest city in Europe, 13 million people. And it is so much nicer than any city in my country. I had no idea. My father spent a lot of time there in the 80s when he worked for the US government and barely had electricity. And now it is so much cleaner and safer and prettier aesthetically. It's architecture, it's food, it's service than any city in the United States that you have to, and this is non-ideological, how did that happen? How did that happen? And at a certain point, I don't think the average person cares as much about abstractions as about the concrete reality of his life. And if you can't use your subway, for example, as many people are afraid to in New York City because it's too dangerous, You have to sort of wonder, like, isn't that the ultimate measure of leadership? And that's true, by the way, it's radicalizing for an American to go to Moscow. I didn't know that. I've learned it this week. To Singapore, to Tokyo, to Dubai and Abu Dhabi because these cities, no matter how we're told they're run and on what principles they're run, are wonderful places to live, that don't have rampant inflation, where you're not gonna get raped. Sir, excuse and so, me. what is that?
0: Interesting. Also interesting that Tucker was invited to the World Government Summit in Dubai. What was radicalizing- He's been making sh- some waves around the world, isn't he? Go Tucker, keep going. Let's see if I can find the full thing. Maybe watch it tomorrow morning. I just came across it not too long ago, a couple hours ago. All right. A few more stories. We're going to run quick through these last ones. Then we'll get to the Q&A chat at the end. Uh, Biden announced yesterday he is now on TikTok, which is interesting because just a year ago, Biden banned TikTok on all federal devices. So, I sure hope and wonder if federal devices are being used to log onto TikTok for his political messaging. Hope not. Don't break your own laws, buddy. But yeah. Also, I wonder if um there's an there's a video editing app called CapCut. So, if you guys are familiar with those super popular Instagram Reel videos or TikTok videos where the captions come up and they're usually green or yellow or white captions and they pop up and you've got some other effects. CapCut is a video editing program, probably one of the most used ones to make those kinds of TikTok and Instagram Reel YouTube short videos. CapCut is owned by the company that makes TikTok. So I'm curious if this federal law isn't just for TikTok, but also extends to CapCut? Uh, I have to check out that law, read into it and all that. But anyway, Biden's now on the CCP China app. <laughs> not not shocking, not shocking. And on to a few things about the border. Department of Homeland Security head, Mayorkas was on NBC over the weekend and said, we don't bear responsibility for what's happening at the border.
1: No doubt there is gridlock on Congress, but do you bear responsibility for what is happening at the border what the president himself has called a crisis? It certainly is a crisis, and we don't bear responsibility for a broken system, and we're doing a tremendous amount within that broken system.
0: Shut the hell up. Uh, You guys kind of broke it or continued to break it. It wasn't fantastic or great when Biden got into office, but you kind of made it a hell of a lot worse by keeping that border open and rescinding the Trump policies and not doing shit about the border that you've had years to do something about. So um, yeah, you do bear responsibility. These guys lying through their freaking teeth. And I found this map. Quite fascinating. So, this is a map of cell phone tracking data from the phones that we are giving to all the illegal immigrants. Check that out. I wonder how, I wonder how this map was made. How did they get data on the phones being given to illegal immigrants? And on that same note... <laughs> I mean, if you're looking at... If Trump wins and they... Need to start their mass deportation programs. I mean, if I was an illegal immigrant, I wouldn't want to be carrying a phone that the U.S. government gave me. It's not a good idea. (laughs) It's going to pinpoint you. And ice going to be on you quick. But look at that. Look at all those routes that they've taken. Tell you what. North Dakota looks like a pretty uh, chill place to be right now. (laughs) Taking them major highways. Taking all them major highways. And going to all them sanctuary cities. Look at that. Heading that vein. That vein going right up there to New York. Going right up there to Chicago. I'm chilling in Texas Ooh, going over to Cali and last thing here, let's, t- let's touch on that story. Um, let's touch on that story that I mentioned at the beginning of this show. So here's that guy's channel the YouTuber who does the right to privacy content or right to right to repair, excuse me, right to repair content. So, you know, here's, here's some examples of some of his videos. Samsung purposely knives customers, TVs to weasel out of repair. Ubisoft unveils the future of not owning games. Apple's epic malicious compliance. Cable companies claim adding cancel button to website. We do something. Talks about ad blockers being banned. Amazon's reckless bet. So he talks about a lot of big companies. Video game companies, tech companies, cell phone makers, car makers, all of them that are trying to monopolize. Et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, uh, this was his video he uploaded last week. It's titled in response and that's in response to him getting banned for discussing an app let me pull up that app so this is the app it's called gray j follow creators not platforms Ray J enables you to create and watch video content in your own terms, fully retaining ownership and having control over what you watch. So pretty much what you can do with this app is that you can hook this app up to a variety of platforms, Odyssey, Patreon, YouTube, kick rumble. This app will plug into all of these platforms and then you can follow a specific creator on whatever platform they're on. So say you have, say me, if I was on YouTube and Rumble, and you're following me through this app, and I got kicked off of Rumble, you're still gonna see my videos, whatever I post to the other one, or say I got kicked off of YouTube, all my Rumble videos will still pop up for you. So it's kind of a fascinating workaround, and I'm really bummed right now because it's not on iPhone, it's only on Android. It's only on Android right now, so I'm kind of peeved. I'm like, shit, I want an iOS version. I would love to try this out. So fascinating concept. And just because, I think actually, um, I think our homie here was one of the uh, designers or the funders of this app, or helped create it in some way. So that's why he mentioned it on his YouTube channel. And because he just simply mentioned an app, YouTube banned him. So, Luis Rossman given three YouTube community guidelines strikes in one day for promotion of his identity-preserving alternative platform. Even the Redditors are talking about it and complaining. The reeing Redditors. If the Redditors think something's messed up, then it's really messed up. Because Reddit is a shit show of brainwashed wokeism so gray J looks really interesting hopefully they can get an apple function on it soon and keep growing it because this would definitely help around the censorship sources but yeah youtube big mad youtube big mad that luis rossman is promoting an app to help people or youtube just butthurt that somebody's trying to go against their monopoly pretty much it's crazy it's crazy man and they took they gave this guy three strikes in one day over one video, which they should not be doing. So, lay daver. Every day that goes by, big tech is just exposing themselves more and more and people are migrating other places. But there's still a lot of people on these big tech platforms, which is why, you know, I dip my toe in the big tech waters still and do what I can to reach new folks on there but you know it's uh... brainwashing is thick on those platforms and you gotta really walk on eggshells around the censorship gods all right chat i'll bring the music in your favorite tunes what's the name of the app uh... you can rewind the video like 30 seconds but I'll show you one more time. Grey J. Grey J. This website is grayj.app, app and you can check it out. Like I said, it's only on Android not on iOS devices at the moment. Looks pretty interesting though. Lou Elizondo, crap or not? Told someone you talk smack in videos in the past. Do I need to correct that? First of all, I appreciate you trying to get my words right and not putting stuff. Not putting words in my mouth. A lot of people on the internet don't do that, right? Oh, this person said this, but did they really? I hear all the time people put words in my mouth in comments amongst the interwebs and it's frustrating anyway so thank you for doing that second of all i think i'm super suspicious of lou elizondo to me he walks and talks and smells and looks and blinks like a spook i don't trust the guy and look how the media is promoting him mainstream media is promoting the guy yeah so if you're if you're not familiar with who we're talking about, Lou Elizondo is the UFO disclosure homie who burst onto the scene in 2017, and he was he was one of the guys that helped bring those black and white UFO videos to the New York Times. By the way, this is how, this is our goatee Lou Elizondo buddy. So yeah, I'm sure you've seen his face before. like a fed. And this is the black and white UFO video I'm talking about right there. Lou Elizondo is one of the dudes that snuck that out of the Pentagon and brought it over to uh, the New York Times. Yoink. So, no, I don't, I don't trust Louie Lou as far as I could throw him. I mean, he, he was a counterintelligence spook all his life, so got to take that into account. Chat says, used to buy cocaine from him. He's a fed. <laughs> Maybe Lou got it, got it from Hunter Biden. Also, it was John Brennan. Oh, no, no, no. Not John Brennan. James Clapper. From what I understand, James Clapper brought Lou Elizondo into the Pentagon in 2008 to run that secret UFO program, tip. That's a little detail that's not talked about much in the media. So that's another red flag that goes up. James Clapper was the guy that brought Lou Elizondo into the Pentagon. What's up, Lone Star over on Foxhole. Comment says, did I watch the Phil Frodlewski movie? My picture is shown in it. No, I didn't watch that movie. I don't think I'm going to. A Couple of people told me the timestamps where I'm brought up. I saw a clip of it. Here's the thing. Phil Godlewski is a scamming con artist, absolutely. He's a pile of dog shit. But that greatest fraud on earth, Phil Godlewski movie, it was also made made by a guy who's also a fraud. He's also a pile of dog shit. Nick Alvier, Good Lion TV. So we got grifter versus grifter, but everybody's filing into these camps like, oh, Good Lion TV, Nick Alvier, he's a great guy because he's exposing Phil, I love him now. Like, you're easily manipulated. Phil Godlewski, full of shit. Nick Alvier, Good Lion TV, who made the Greatest Fraud on Earth movie, also full of shit. And there was some really, the clip I saw from his movie, there was some very deceptive editing. I'm going to talk a lot more about that on Wednesday or Friday whenever I do my Clickbait of the Week show. I'm going to talk a lot more about the deceptive editing in Nick Alvier's Phil Godlewski documentary. Uh, It's hysterical the doc was well done. Parts of it might have been well done. granted. All of it was stuff, it's not like he did any investigative work, a lot of it was stock footage and shit that's already been public that other people have reported on. So okay, he coalesced that into a documentary exposing Phil. Alright, that's nice. But the doc was not, there, there were parts of the doc that were um, very deceptive. And I would personally classify Nick Oliver as a grifter as well, yes. I don't think it was all that well done, it was just kind of like a ghetto slap together. Exposing Phil Godlewski is the cool new thing, so I'm going to do it now, right? Yeah, and I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of Dr. Z either. I think Dr. Z is another weirdo. But we'll talk about that more later in the week. Trump Tesla files take I don't know what your question is. <laughs> what up, Enoch? Is the news blast legit? Heck yeah, man! Drop your uh, drop your Twitter in the chat. Glad you're still doing the, do- glad you're still doing the news blast, my man. Chat says for some reason Doctor Z doesn't like me, because from what I understand, Doctor Z used to be Scott McKay's tour manager, I think. That's what I was told. And Scott McKay is a pile of human garbage, so it's probably through osmosis there that Dr. Z doesn't like me. And now Dr. Z and Nick Alvier are good butt buddies together and... So yeah, Dr. Z, uh, Mr. Zolosophy. Trump, Tesla files, UFOs, and Trump mentioning his Uncle John again the other night. Interesting. Yes. I uh, uploaded a short video on that. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, or I think I published it. No, I published it everywhere. I put it on Twitter and Telegram, too. I did a short video, like a 40-second video on that a couple days ago, talking about Trump's uh, post about his MIT uncle out of nowhere, too. Quite curious, but yeah. Why don't I like Nick Alvier? Because he's a pile of garbage. There's a lot of reasons. What do you want to know? Be more specific. There's a lot of garbage on his Good Lion TV platform. What did I think of Kirsten W. When she was live? She might have been a nice lady, but... Her internet work was trash. She worked with all the grifters. Charlie Ward and Michael Jaco and Scott McGay. What's up, Matt1776? Appreciate the gold pills, man. How am I tonight? I'm feeling good tonight. Productive day. Recorded some videos. Went on a... four mile run busted out the juicer after that it was a good day no we're not talking about dr zelenko different dr z we're talking about a dr what does he call himself dr zilosophy works with nick alvier have my thoughts changed on matrix and shady groove changed since when Fine, all right. Ask me about everybody tonight, guys. (laughs) Ask me about everybody. Let's just keep going. Drop names. My thoughts on Matrix and Shady changed since when? Give me a time frame. Because my thoughts on them have changed a lot since three years ago but they have not changed since one year ago. Let me change the tune from this weird Brazilian. (laughs) Weird Brazilian tune. All right, cool. Mike Gill, not a fan. Anyone who has Q in their avatar name is very suspect. Honestly, kind of, yeah. Not always. I see some 17s in the chat and Qs and stuff. So, you know, a lot of leeway there, a lot of nuance, but at least on, especially on Twitter, Telegram too. There's a lot of random ass accounts. You have no idea who they are, anonymous accounts and they plaster Trump shit and Q shit all over their account names and their branding and their profile photo. And it's done to purely rope you in and get you to trust them. Wano's saving, yeah he's full of shit. Thoughts on Roseanne Barr? I like Roseanne, I like Roseanne. Believe it or not, there's people I like out there. I think Roseanne was a little close to Wano saving at one point. Maybe she couldn't see through Mr. Boots, but no, I like Roseanne, she's good, good people. I think, I've never met her or talked to her or anything. Bitcoin Bullion, posting wild stuff. Tucker put half his money in Bitcoin. Oh, you're talking about G-Money? You're following G-Money? Yeah, he's uh, a Bitcoin cultist. All Bitcoin all the time with him, so if that's your thing, then he's a good follow for it. I don't know if there's any sauce on Tucker putting half his money in Bitcoin though. I would like to see more evidence for that one. Honestly, you just heard of Nick Alvear when his greatest show, greatest fraud on earth movie was released last week. Yeah, go check out his other stuff, man full of crap. His Derek Johnson documentary is a piece of work. He's got a bunch of flat earth garbage on his Good Lion TV platform. Nick Alvier is turning into a raging anti General Flynn shill. Interacting with that Ariel account on Twitter a lot too. And I hear Nick Alvier's is like a raging pothead. Raging pothead. And I also hear he fucks over his business partners. And he might be a Fed. Call him Fed-Wardo. <laughs> uh, Nick Alvier's real name is Eduardo. So my new na- nickname for him is Fed-Wardo. Let's talk shit about Gene Deco. <laughs> Let's just talk shit about everybody. Let's do it. We're having fun tonight. Uh, Gene Decode's real name is Marty Weinstock. He's a clown. He calls himself Gene Decode. What do you expect? Do I believe in devolution? No. But. That's the thing, you gotta be careful with what you BELIEVE in. If something's a theory, you're just gonna outright believe it? What? Um, It's an idea I entertain, I'll say that. But when you slap a label on it, then there's a lot of baggage that comes with that label, right? So it's like, what if some aspects of quote-unquote devolution I might not necessarily resonate with, but other aspects I do, right? So I'm not gonna say I outright believe it, but I mean, sh- shit, I work with John and have a show on Badlands, all that sort of stuff. So I clearly don't not like it. It's just, we all kind of have, there's, there's a lot of nuance, right? Yeah, Derek Johnson's a perk. Woody, he's Woody from Toy Story our cringe cowboy, Derek Johnson. Chat says, you're surprised I don't catch more flack. I catch a lot of flack, but sometimes I agree with you. Sometimes I'm surprised I don't catch more. (laughs) What's my take on Owen Benjamin? I find Owen to be pretty funny but I don't like him. I kind of like him. I actually met him once. When we were both living in Washington, I met him in the post office randomly one day. Like he walks in, I'm just hitting my PO box and I was like, oh shit, it's Owen Benjamin. But he's like a gargantuan. I had to look up at him. I, I do think Owen's funny and respect to Owen Benjamin is because he just tells it like it is unashamedly. So, he's got balls. But yeah, I mean I don't think he's got the brightest neurons in his brain. He falls for the flatter shit, a lot of the clickbait con- conspiracy crap, but Owen's funny as fuck. <laughs> a little racist too. <laughs> you got to have a you got to have a sense of humor to deal with Owen. All right, now a lot of names are coming in. Let's do a rapid fire. My take on Vivek. I think Vivek's okay. I like Vivek. Austin Steinbart. What the hell is he up to these days? Uh, Billy Carson. I like Billy's information on ancient stuff, but his takes on current politics, I think, are a little lazy. Mel Q, oh, what a piece of work. I don't think she's posted anything online for like nine months, a long time. Not to be confused with Mel K, we're not talking about Mel K. Mel Q somebody else for you guys out there unfamiliar with different Mel's. Mel Q, yeah. I don't think she's posted online for a while. Anonfamous, Yeah, he like did a 180. He's one of those that totally 180'd. He was all pro-Trump and all that for a while. And then he went... Er. He pulled a... He pulled a Dylan Wheeler. Y'all remember Dylan Wheeler? Educating liberals? He did that too. All of a sudden one day. Err! I love Trump, I love Trump, I love Flynn, I love Flynn. Er. I hate Trump, I hate Trump, I hate Flynn, I hate Flynn. Trick is to not trust anyone, even your own thoughts. Well, trust needs to be earned. Oh, this would be a good video talk. Trust needs to be earned, and trust also requires context. For instance, I can trust that CNN is going to lie their freaking faces off to me, right? I can trust CNN to bullshit me so trust needs context to it it needs framing that is more of an intellectual approach to trust rather than a blanket i trust them i don't trust them that's lazy thinking bring it deeper okay i know this person's skills i know what they're good at i know what they're not good at i can trust them for this and this and this i can't trust them for this and this and this What I often try to do is uh, decipher somebody's heart and mind. A lot of people out there, you can trust their mind, you can't trust their heart. They're smart people, but they're assholes. We got a lot of them on the internet right now. We also have a lot of people on the internet where you can trust their heart, but you can't trust their mind. So they have good intentions and they want, the best for people but they're really dumb and they're irresponsible with their platforms and they're not they don't have solid discernment so they're posting just garbage dumb stuff on their platforms and those are the people that I try not to call out or when I do I'm really nice about it like eh, probably a nice person eh, but they're just being irresponsible and dumb with their platforms not personal it's just reality So that's a brief on how I typically try to look at people, at least decipher folks on the internet I come across. And the ones that I like the best are ones that have good heart and good mind, right? I can trust their heart and their head. And then, you know, trust. Trust for what? They're called Bleeding Heart Liberals. You got a lot of Bleeding Heart Conservatives out there, too, right? Good hearts, but still dumb as shit. Let's not put labels on it. You got a lot of asshole liberals out there that are really smart, but rotten hearts some conservatives out there too that are really smart with rotten hearts. So I mean. I like this comment. I listen to people, I rarely trust them. And it's like even the shills on the internet, right? Even the shills you can go to for some good information now and again. You can trust them for info maybe on this topic and this topic, but you can't trust them for info on this topic or this topic. So, there's even more nuance. Yeah, like what's a good example? There's a million examples, I just don't know which one I wanna choose. But I haven't exactly been to PC in this Q&A portion, so let's use Greer. I use Dr. Steven Greer a lot for this example. You can go to Greer for a lot of good information on black projects or military industrial complex, free energy type stuff. But, there's a lot of stuff I don't trust Greer with. He's one of them where, uh, you know, I don't know about that heart, but there's a lot in that brain there you can take from. Although I do I do think there's some cunning threads of disinformation planted in Greer's narratives. That's just one example, right? Oh yeah, here's some good comments. Have I been fooled by anyone these past years in the circus? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, I got fooled by... Cory bad, Cory good, like seven years ago, but I'm a quick learner. And when I fuck up, I'll tell you, I fuck up. And when someone fucks me, Vengeance. What's the worst BS I've fallen for? I don't know. Um, I don't know if I ever really fell for Cory Good stuff. It was kind of one of those things where I was like, I was entertaining it, but I never actually interviewed Cory Good on my YouTube channel. I never put a video of him on my YouTube channel or Wilcock. Like I would entertain his ideas and be like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, maybe, and I worked with him for like a year and a half, but I never actually put a video of him on my YouTube channel. Um, back before I did anything on the internet, I fell for a lot of really dumb stuff, but this was in the first two, three years of me waking up. I mean, I was in my early 20s maybe 12 years ago. I fell for the Nazara-Jazara shit. Pretty hard, pretty hard. And a lot of other dumb stuff. Alex Jones led me to believe that we were all gonna get rounded up in FEMA camps and put in coffins in Walmart parking lots during Jade Helm exercises. What happened to East City and my connection to James? Uh, I haven't talked to the East City crowd in three years, almost four years, because I think they just simply sided with Corey. Um, yeah, I think James Gilliland's doing an, event, doing an event with Corey here in a couple months. So he's still on the Corey Good bandwagon. And when I publicly distanced myself from David Wilcock and Corey and started saying that, you know, Corey's full of shit and David has moments of shit himself. Once I started going public with those ideas, Gilliland, I think they just dropped me. Do I still talk to Ben and Rob from Edge of Wonder? No, but no hard feelings. They're doing their own thing. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, you know what, I gotta hit him up. Maybe I'll send Ben a message. I think he's on Instagram still. Let me go find him. There's Ben. Oh, I'm already following him. Yeah, I'll shoot him a, I'll shoot him a message. <laughs> what did I wish were true, even though it wasn't? Oh man. You guys are getting deep with your questions tonight. Freaking everything. All the hopium, all the garbage hopium I ever believed. I don't know, man. I would have loved Nazar to come in and give me a bajillion dollars. I would have loved for the aliens to come down and save us all or shit. I was, I was all hopped up on the mass arrest hopium back in like 2011, 2012. Thanks, Wilcox. So much stuff. Good question. (laughs) What up, Gangster on DLive? Comment says, I remember the day you put out that list of Michael Jaco and Charles Ward and like 15 people, and they all got triggered. Yeah, that was in that was about three years ago, or mid 2021. That's when I noticed that whole team start to coalesce around each other and share all their BS. Charles Ward, Michael Jaco, Scott McKay, freaking another dozen names you could throw on that list. Gene Decode, Juana Savin, bunch of them. And they were all just circle jerking each other, trying to undermine the Q stuff. Ooh, uh, Charles Ward claimed he freaking had a phone call with Q, and my sp- I'm a spokesperson for the quantum Financials and all that crap, right? So, um, their responses were funny. Jaco got triggered, Michael Jaco, Scott McKay got triggered, they name dropped me, and there's a lot of that going on. Oh yeah, Sasha Stone was in that crowd too. (laughs) Weird. Yeah, David Nino was real triggered. David Nino is one of those though that, I think David Nino's got a good heart. But unfortunately, there's a lot of people around Nino that don't have good hearts. But I don't think Nino has the brain to be able to decipher and discern the bad heart people around him. So I give Nino a pass on some stuff, but unfortunately Nino uses his platform quite irresponsibly. So sometimes there's some real bullshit that's in one of his videos that he allows his guests to say without even pressing or questioning them. So I'm like, ah shit, I got to put Nino in this Clickbait of the Week video. But uh... Yeah, Nino's likable for sure. He's a likable guy. I think his heart's in the right place, but fuck, he is just, Nino has platformed so many freaking frauds and just allows them to spread their BS. And then he tries to cover his ass by saying, I'm just having a conversation. I'm just, you know, getting all sides of blah, blah, blah. Dude, if you're trying to be a journalist, you got to have some responsibility, man. Oh, yeah, the guy with the Colton Dallas. That was negative 48. I think he did die. What a freaking clown that guy was. What's my take on Carrie Cassidy? I get a good heart, dumb brain. Vibes from Carrie Cassidy. I don't think she's a shill. I don't think she's a paid agent or anything. But I think she's just... Um, what's going on with Vigilant News Network and Vigilant Fox? I have no real clue who's behind Vigilant Fox. They post a lot of great stuff, but you know, don't let that rope you in. So, yeah, I don't know. Stay frosty. Stay vigilant. You ever gonna go on Steve Murray's shit? Yeah, man, he just always does his shows when I do my shows. Timing's so bad. I've been wanting to get on to Murray's platform, but he does his calls on Wednesdays, like the same time I do my videos, and I just haven't been able to work it. I might try to appear this Wednesday, but if I do, I can only stay for like half hour. All right, guys, any last uh, questions, comments, concerns, complaints? You think Nazara is still a possibility? I.E. Change is on the Horizon by James Rink. Yo, you know James Rink is full of shit, right? Super Soldier guy? You don't agree with me on Corey either? Really? You realize I have, like, a lot of experience with Corey, right? So you're gonna go on with your opinion. All right, be my guest. Bitcoin's probably the new financial system. Um, it's just a tool. Bitcoin has its pros and cons, you know? internet go down solar flare go and your bitcoin's gonna be worthless can't even wipe your ass with it so there are there are pitfalls of crypto there are also very helpful resourceful things with crypto anon, nah he's garbage um just go, go to my, like, clickbait expose channel on Telegram and search SG and you can find him promoting Flat Earth, Nazara, a lot of garbage, man. And when Anon first came on the scene, like, what, a year and a half, two years ago, something like that, he him and Phil Godlewski were promoting each other a bunch. Anon and Phil Godlewski were butt buddies. Ha, <laughs> somebody just asked me my take on Phil Godlewski. You don't know my take on Phil Godlewski? You new here? Um... Phil's a terrible human, terrible human. He's gonna reincarnate as like a hemorrhoid on George Soros' ass or something, I don't know. He's gonna have a real rough next life, tell you that. Uh, but Sgnon, he talks good, talks a good game. I'll give him that. He's very... um. Big picture, vague, kind of speak. Patriot Underground. Oh, I think I've came across that channel before. Uh, they haven't they done a bunch of stuff with Charles Ward and them in that little group. What's my take on David Ike? Oh, that's a complicated one I mean there's some stuff David Ike says now and again I'm like ah I don't vibe with that I don't agree I don't resonate but you can't argue with the voluminous amount of work and research that Ike's put out there in his books that are like that thick So, you know, David Icke's just one of those. You follow. You take what's worthwhile. Still got to verify, though. Some political takes, I think, are... subpar. SG Anon seems sincere? I don't know. I don't give a shit. With the amount I've heard that clown promote Nazara, Jazara, and Flat Earth, and. Like, he's sincere. And then he claims he does all this research, right? Like, you clearly haven't. So I don't know about that sincerity. Maybe he's just good at acting sincere. Or he just lacks self awareness. of his own research skills. I'm not a fan of Buddy. I'm not a fan of SG. Plus he's calling himself Anon, and he calls himself Q News Patriot on Rumble, right? How grifty is that? We were talking about that earlier, slapping Q all over your handle, and your profile picture, and your branding, and then you're totally undermining what Q actually talked about. How sincere is that? Have I considered connecting with Gene Nolan on Inspired Channel? No, I have not considered that. But now that you asked me, I am considering it. Michael Jaco, good or bad? What do you think? Give me an answer. Is Justin doing okay? I gotta hit him up. He was in the hospital, Justin Deschamps. He had a giant abscess in his like gut area. Or his like low back or somewhere in there. He's been, he has not been doing good the past couple of weeks, man. That's why we had to cancel Knowledge Based for the last two weeks. He's just been super sick. Poor Justin, man. Yeah, Nazara giant scam. Any influencer that promotes Nazara is either A, dumb doesn't know much about it, thinks it's real, falling for the fake news. Or B, grifter. It's actually wonderful. Um, Nazara is a wonderful narrative because of how easy easy it is to spot Posers, it's red flag instantly. Like, oh, they promoted Zara, red flag. Now I'm gonna try to decipher whether they're good heart, dumb brain or bad heart, good brain. Easy. Bad heart, good brain, good heart, bad brain. Any GART updates, negative. What's happened with the Tina Peters show? Don't know. Jazar, Jazar is fake, but BRICS is real. Yeah, totally. BRICS is real. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, right? That's the S and BRICS. And then they've added some more countries in that mix, too. But yeah, basically. A bunch of third or second, or I guess in some cases, first world countries just battling the hedge money of the US petrodollar. What are my thoughts on Tucker? I like Tucker. I like Tucker a heck of a lot more than I used to. (laughs) I never didn't like Tucker. I just, Fox News rubbed me the wrong way. Especially because I couldn't stand Bill O'Reilly. Uh, am I going to any GART questions? I don't know. I don't know what GARTS I'm going to or not going to, so that's to answer all your GART questions. That's a good question, though, from our boomer friend here. Difference between a shill and a grifter. Yeah, I'm getting some good questions tonight. A shill, so I use the term shill very specifically. I think it gets thrown out there too liberally. A shill to me is somebody who specifically takes money and knowingly deceives. Knowingly putting out disinformation and BSing for some, whether it's money they're getting, some benefit behind the scenes, right? That to me is a shill. So I don't use the term shill all over the place. It's like you're shilling, you're knowingly BSing. You're being paid to promote something you know is wrong. Grifter is just somebody who's BSing to make a buck. They're an opportunist, they see opportunity In our particular niche, alternative media, it's the Wild wild West right now. There's a lot of market. There's also a lot of competition. So there are these people that descend into the movement, force themselves in it and just BS. Nazara, Hopium, whatever, right? Mass arrests are coming. Follow me for the inside intel. That's Grifter. You can have a shill and a grifter at the same time. An opportunist looking to make money and maybe they're they're saying, oh, I'm getting money to promote this bullshit. You're gonna pay me to say the earth is flat? All right. You're a grifter and a shill at the same time, right? You got some shills out there. They might not be grifters or that grifty Maybe they have some like emotional motive. Maybe they really hate somebody. Or they're just like psychopaths or they're being blackmailed or some shit. So just because somebody's a shill doesn't automatic doesn't mean they're a grifter. And because somebody's a grifter doesn't really mean they're a shill. But that's in my definition. Other people could be using the words with different meanings, right? But that's how I classify it. But you could have somebody as both. They just want money. They don't give a shit. They're going to promote some dumbass narratives to make some money. Travis Kelsey is a shill for Big Pharma. Does he know the vaccines are bad? That would be the... maybe. I mean, Travis Kelsey, all the roids and vaccines and hit he's taken to the head, maybe he's a real dumbass. He doesn't realize. And Ke- Travis Kelsey's a grifter for sure. He's grifting for Big Pharma. But a shill to me implies knowing deception from said party. So, like Alex Jones, shill a grifter. I would definitely throw Alex Jones in the grifty category, but shill, I mean, he's gotta shill some stuff. Like his Q bullshit, Alex Jones is definitely shill when it comes to that. He can't be that dumb. So Alex Jones might be a little bit of both. Might be a little bit of both. Yeah, there you go, Karen hair. Shill is fake. Grifter is a scammer for money. You said it in much fewer words than I did. Brad Barton? <laughs> it's funny you bring up Brad Barton. I haven't I haven't heard his name in a long time, but all of a sudden I just like remembered him this morning and I looked up his Rumble account. Dude's getting some numbers. He's getting some views on Rumble. And um, I'm going to have to check out a couple of his recent vids. Brad Barton, grifter. He's full of shit. Brad Barton used to be real good buddies with Phil Godlewski a year or two back, promoting each other a bunch. Yeah, Brad Barton. Definitely throw him in the grifter category. Glenn Beck? I don't follow Glenn Beck that much, honestly. Don't know much about him or his narrative, so. Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson seems okay, but, you know, I've caught him stealing content sometimes. Might not even be him. It might be like a social media assistant of his who runs his channel, maybe. I don't know, but. Some of the groups I'm in, we've caught Benny stealing memes and stealing stuff and like cropping the watermark out of it and stealing people's work, so. But Benny's all right. I'm I'm not too upset with Benny. I'm not too fond of Benny though. He's very showmany, showman. Kind of always got to be the first one to report something. Yeah. Comment says, Benny always steals other people's work, but he's good looking, so he gets away with it. He's good for the normies. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Benny's good at reaching the normie crowds. so... I'm not... I don't, I don't not like Benny, but... Just not somebody I necessarily follow because he's kind of more vanilla, right? And we've caught in my We The Media group, we've caught Benny stealing content from us in We The Media. So he's one of those. He's just one of those mainstream podcaster folk like Jack Posobiec like DC Drano, Benny Johnson, Charlie Kirk, the mainstream conservative podcaster crowd. I don't dislike them, but I don't really like them because they, you know, and that's how they get so big is that they rake content from others and just post all day long. They gotta, they gotta not have lives though. Like they've gotta be just sitting behind their computer freaking 12 hours a day, or they got a team. They got a team behind them that you don't see. DC Drano no good. Actually, I do. I do like Drano. Granted, I think he's um, a little sh- little show mini, little show mini. But of that list that I just mentioned, Benny, Charlie Kirk, Pasovic, Drano, all them, I probably like Drano the best, and Jack Pasovic the least. Granted, it's not like strong like or dislike. If I could put it on a scale here but I think Drano's content is um it's alright I don't mind Drano I like some of the stuff Posobiec I um I don't get good personality vibes from Posobiec he seems a little greasy to me and then there's the history of him bullshitting about Q with Infowars and all that, right? So, oh yeah, I would throw a Tim Pool in that list that I just mentioned too. I don't dislike Tim Pool. I don't really like Tim Pool. Tim Pool is just Tim Pool in that mainstream podcaster list. Is what it is, but at least Tim Pool, I haven't caught Tim Pool stealing work or memes like Charlie Kirk and Benny Johnson and them. But uh I just don't know. You know, Tim Pool doesn't really post much as much as those other guys on Twitter. Tim Pool Podcast. But Tim Pool definitely gets some shit wrong now and again. I just did a video on Tim Pool a few weeks ago on him getting Pizzagate very wrong very wrong. And he was so arrogant in his wrongness, Tim fool. Tim pool is too slow. He's behind and he's boring to listen to. (laughs) Hey, Hey, you know,
1: you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man.
0: Yeah, Benny's a little clickbaity, just looking at those uh, video titles. Some t- See, I appreciate when clickbait is funny, and you can tell the influencer knows it's clickbait, and it, you know what I'm saying, right? But when it's gross clickbait just to get clicks, clickbait, I don't know. Like, uh, I'll make some of my titles clickbaity sometimes, but it's like over the top funny. You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, anybody who starts their tweets with breaking or developing or just in, in all caps. Avoid those accounts like the plague. <laughs> Hashtag Dom Luke. Dom <clears throat> Luke. <clears throat> Dr. Jason Dean. I don't know if I have much of an opinion on him, actually. Honestly. I remember him promoting Flat Earth stuff years ago, like maybe three, four years ago. I don't know if he does that anymore. I haven't kept up on Dr. Jason Dean for a long time, so my opinion on him is irrelevant here. I just, my only experience with Jason Dean was noticing him promote some Flat Earth garbage like years ago, and I'm like, Not going to bother. And he's a doctor. Don't forget the doctor. It's important. Always reference somebody by uh, funny letters in front of their name. So you know they're official. Patrick Ben David um He's the he's got big podcast, right? Like real big podcast. I can't say I've ever listened to any of his podcasts. <laughs> I'm like a PhD